And now a special look at Solo, a Star Wars story. Three, two, now! So what's your name anyway? You're gonna need a nickname, because I ain't saying that every time. You're off to something. Is it revenge? Or is it something else? On May 25th, I'm a driver and I'm a flyer. I waited a long time for a shot like this. If you come with us, you're in this life for good. Why not? Solo, a Star Wars story. Chewy, relax. No, you can't wipe them off. They're holograms. Rated PG-13 in theaters May 25th. Get tickets now. Hello, everyone. Oh, I wanted to say hello, everyone. Yes, everything you've heard about me is true. This is Rico, and this is the special... Uh, Treks and Sci-Fi, a Star Wars story podcast about Solo, and I'm on Skype with uh, with Joe and Angela. Hello, hello, hello. It, it, it's a trio. I, I we I was talking about this before we started, and I said this this is like uh, Star Wars stacks Mach Two or or version 2.0 or something like that with the the understudy edition yeah the uh, yeah yeah. now okay so why don't (laughs) you tell us so who's who's playing what part now here we go i guess joe's playing joe right i mean i I could i could be i could be jen i don't know (laughs) no joe's definitely playing joe joe's joe and i'm jen and and we were angela and i were trying to flip the other parts so for, for 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 chris i think we decided that was more angela Yes, I completely agree. And, and, and I guess that leaves yeah. me being being Jen, the voice of reason, or something. Yeah, the voice I of agree reason. With that <laughs> I'm the Jiminy Cricket. I, I, I'm the uh, yeah. I'm I'm the one that Does has that to settle you two the... down. So uh... you're also you're also the smart one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, it's true. it it that you know I don't know. It popped into my head today. There was some weird study that just showed up about people who uh, who wear glasses are more intelligent. You know, and Ooh. the. I wear I only really wear glasses when I'm when I'm driving or I'm at the movies. I need them for for distance slightly. And uh, mm. but the funny thing about this study that I've never seen before was they they said it was they they did a study. It was some uh, university in England, like University of Edinburgh or something like that. Or I, I know that's Scotland, right? But but the point is that they said the study included people from the ages of like sixteen to a hundred and two. Wow! Wow! Yeah, like what? <laughs> I, I, I'm just hoping that, you know, or, or thinking that the person that's like 102, I'm guessing they probably wore glasses by that point. But you know you what's know. weird? My <laughs> grandfather, my opa, he is 93. Yeah. And he was near he was nearsighted his entire life and he does not wear glasses now. Well, I've heard that before. I've heard yeah, that he you, because of the, the way your totally eyes fine. will shift, right, as you, as they, they, they change yes. slightly shape and age that. Yeah, like yes. I never wore anything even for seeing distance until like not that long ago like for most of my life i never wore glasses so uh mm-hmm. 
But anyway, enough about glasses today. Yeah, enough yeah, about they, glasses. Yeah, this is uh, so. This is going to be about the the, and we'll just say spoiler alert for Solo: A Star Wars Story. Do totally not listen. Spoiler alert. If you've not, if you've already, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, you're, you're silly to listen to all these podcasts and people commenting. <laughs> um, Unless you're one of those people who did, who didn't like the Last Jedi, and you're like, I'm never seeing a Star Wars movie again, and I'm going to listen <laughs> also, to this so I can. Hate yeah, right. It. Sure, they're not. A prequel, yeah. so you kind of know what happened. I mean, it's not like there's anything that. I mean, there's some twists. Han and Chewie survive everyone <laughs> yeah exactly like you know what happens yeah you are you are right angela There's no huge I, it, spoilers what, yeah there there are a few little things in, in the movie but yes in in general it's uh there's not there's not anything in here that you're gonna be like you know oh, if, if you heard about it even probably a couple of the bigger sort of surprises i don't think it would really spoil anybody's no. time at the movie uh, the other the thing yeah. that i found interesting though is like Right before Russell and Jim um, and our friend Craig left today to go see the movie, Russell kind of jokingly was like, so are there any Jedi? And I thought, no, no. <laughs> like, it, it Actually, that, even, yeah, and, and you're correct. <laughs> it didn't even occur to me while I watched the movie, but I was like, no, no, there's like not even really a mention of the Jedi at all. Like, I don't think... They even say the word Jedi. Do y'all think they did? I don't. Well, no. I've seen well, it twice, when... and and I don't think they did. And I did they did they say did they even say anything no. about the Force? No, and uh, that's what I find so cool in a way is that it didn't even occur to me. Like it's still it's not it's not part the of their Star lives, movie, right? But it's but it was well I at this period that, of time too. The Jedi are basically extinct, right? The their power has yeah, gone out of the universe. You, my friend, are there all that's left of their ancient, you know, whatever. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, but I thought that was kind of cool that there was no force, no, you know, it was just what it was, it's, and it didn't even occur to me until Russell like jokingly asked about it, and I was right. like, oh and yeah, it's, no, it's just it's just folk, mm -hmm. you know, just. It's folk. just just, just folk. folk. And they're really, Oliver you know, Twist, what? In, you in, even, in, even in Rogue One, there really wasn't either, right? You got but Magic Stick, about magic stick Man, right? They did talk about the Force, and you well, got Well, they talked a little uh, bit, but, but in, you know, 95% of the movie, though, pretty much nothing about it, right? No, but so. you got, like, the Guardian of the Guardians of the Wills and, and that yeah, sort of stuff. So there was, like, Force influence there. True. Yes, yeah. Force influence. But this was literally nothing. And I was joking the other day about how it kind of starts like Oliver Twist, really. Or no, is it Oliver with Fagin? I think you mean with the little poor boy so. kind of a thing? You mean that, yeah, Angela? Yeah, I have some more. That, like, it's barely, it's like, you know, a bunch of little boys stealing stuff for... A thief. Yeah, right? and trying to survive and all that. So it's right, like a Charles. So. It starts like a Charles Dickens novel. <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, yeah. So so we've already said spoiler alert. Uh, I don't oh, think sorry. I even said today is uh, this is going to go out on June third. It's going to be podcast six eighty five. Anyway, <laughs> um, by the way, so let let's each just sort of you know generally say what what we thought about the film. We'll we'll kind of do that. And then, and then we'll get into some of the, you know, what we thought of the actors and blah, blah, blah. And I know both okay. of you, I think, have already recorded shows about this movie. So uh, hopefully oh. we can bring up, look at it a little bit differently or or, or yeah. something, bring up different points. And I, I, I listened to your, the Star Wars Stack show, and I didn't listen to your podcast with Jen yet, Angela. So I'm not sure exactly yeah, came out today, what you guys covered, but um, we'll, we'll try whatever. We'll, we'll do it our own. We're all oh, our, own style. our own style, <laughs> but fun. Uh, yeah, and there's a lot of different ways to talk about it. I mean, to be to begin with, I'll I'll start and I'll just you know, I, and yeah. I 
briefly said this on last week's show for Treks and Sci-Fi. You know, I really liked it a lot. I saw it, I've seen it twice, mainly because I, I, I'm a nerd and I had to go on the fan night <laughs> thing to get the little dice. His little, awesome. his little dice That's that he awesome. hangs that, that actually really figured a lot in the movie. It did. I, and it really and did. I was actually really happy about that because, oh, I got these cool little dice from going on the fan night and spending a little more money for the ticket. And, and yeah. you know, they're showing those dice like, you know, oh, there's the well, dice again. Yeah, oh, they're like there's the dice integral again. to the part. Yeah. They're integral. And then they show up again in um, Last Jedi. So that's yeah. kind of neat. Well, it's exactly. Sort of right. So so I thought that the was. The dice are a through line. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I thought I it, it was his little, you know, it was, you know, obviously his, you know, Han's kind of good luck charm a bit. And uh, so anyway, that was that was cool. So I saw it opening night in, in IMAX and, and, and really liked it a lot. Although that theater that, man, the, the seats were so scrunched together. I felt like I was on oh, an airplane. It was, <laughs> it was weird. Well, it was a theater I don't usually go to. It was the nearest one to my house where they were doing this this fan thing and it's mm-hmm. not one I, I'm usually going to the the better theater that I go to that's been all totally revamped I can literally they have these reclining seats in that theater yep. and I can put that thing all the way out and there's still like four feet in front of me between the next row so oh yeah um, the city where Jen lives they have one of those yeah so and so we went, that's where we saw last Jedi it was all yeah. Yeah. So I saw it opening night, and then uh, and then I saw it the next day with Lynn because she could she didn't want to go to the the night before all with all the nerds, and I'm like, all yeah, right, she didn't want to go to the fair. nerd night. Yeah, yeah, the nerds are really weird. The nerds. <laughs> well, you know, the weirdest thing that happened. I, I did enjoy Chris's story. He's always got a story about going to the movies, and something happened. Somebody's on their phone. Some somebody's. This time somebody he was. He said somebody was vaping, which I I would have smacked that person. <laughs> oh uh, on the side of their head, I would have said, "You can't do that in here." What so, deal uh, in Florida over there. But, uh, but, but the only little story that I've got is the, these guys in my in the row in front of me when I saw it on opening night were all like getting. We, we got our little solo posters for this fan thing and these little dice thing, and then they're all sitting there getting their 3D glasses on, and I'm like, "Guys, this this isn't a 3D showing." <laughs> <laughs> And I, I, for a few seconds, I thought, "Am I wrong? Did, did right. I did I goof up?" But no, it wasn't. It wasn't 3D. Well, one of the guys said, "Like, oh, it's IMAX, so it's 3D." And I said, "No, that doesn't necessarily oh. mean it's 3D. It, it, sometimes it, it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but it wasn't. Which I was I was happy that I was right because I don't. And I heard you guys talk about it on the Stack Show, and I I don't really like 3D, and I don't think they add much. I've seen. What did I see? Did I see Last Jedi in 3D? I think I ended up at a 3D show of Last Jedi somehow, but it didn't do a whole lot for that movie anyway. So, uh, but that's my only little story. And then I went and saw it. We, Lynn and I went and saw it on Friday, and uh, so I enjoyed it, and she enjoyed it then. And uh, but so uh, yeah, I really liked it. Let's that, let's go on to uh, how how about Angela? What what uh, basically what did you think? And I know you went with Jen. And well, you guys, I, what did you think going in, and what did you think coming out? Well, it's interesting because I was cautiously optimistic, you know, it's and I put this in in my Facebook post that was uh, that I put out is that it this poor movie. I feel like it's the underdog movie in a way because every other Star Wars movie, you know, from Empire on has been super hyped, you know, super hyped. And then either we're 
okay with it or we're disappointed. We're okay with it or we're disappointed. They're almost too right? hyped, right? They're it, almost it, too yeah, hyped. I think Last Jedi, I think, suffered from that. I think it was so hyped that people were like, and so oh, you know. This, this movie, um, and honestly, of the new movies that have come out in the past five years or whatever, Rogue One is one of my favorites. I know I might be in the minority, but I adore it. And I feel like I was excited about this when it first came you know, got announced, and then all this weird stuff happened. Yeah, the yeah, the director stuff, changed, and yeah, yeah. And yep. all of us that were fans kind of knew about this, and it was so weird, and all this back and forth. Well, it concerns then, everybody, sure, right? Well, when you hear did, about it that concerned drama. everybody, and yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, there's so much drama. And so I think the movie itself kind of suffered from this, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? But then what's funny is that when you went in... The only thing it had to do was not suck. Like, that's literally well, all you needed. Yeah, that's a good way and to put it. Yeah, it's, it's just like, okay, come on. We're, we're not like really all, expecting much. Like no one is then... expecting anything. And honestly, I feel like not only did it deliver, I think it went above and beyond. I mean, I don't think it was the best Star Wars movie ever by a long shot. But I enjoyed myself. I feel closer to Han. I feel closer to Chewie. I feel more um, invested in Han Solo and his relationships and the way that he deals with people. And also, it was just kind of a fun ride. You know, it was a it was cool. I do think that, um, and of course, this is my little a little bit of my analyst kind of going in there, is that I could kind of see where Ron Howard went okay, we're going to keep this, we're going to toss this, we're going to keep this, we're going to toss this. And you can see the little scenes in it that were more like the style of the guys who were doing it before who were a little more silly. Does that make sense? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, totally. Although I've heard conflicting things about that. I, I, and, there was just a new well, report so I that, that I yeah. heard that, that it was actually almost saying the opposite. Oh, that, that he put in the silly stuff? Well, not, not I mean, so I'm much the huge... silly, but... The, the the and who knows if we'll ever learn the real no, story. No, we'll know. We'll never know. But it's but the uh, but no the the one story that I read recently was that they were saying they those guys wanted to make it a little bit like nastier and grittier in in parts See, too. I, well, so so I, I don't know that it was but, more like they were making it too much like Guardians of the Galaxy and it was yeah. too campy, too silly, which works perfectly for Guardians of the Galaxy. But I think that there's a tone of Star Wars, no matter how silly it gets in parts. I think there is like an overarching kind of the the um, space opera tone needs to be adhered to at some point. Yeah. You know, it, it's yeah, that's not it needs to be a little it's, bit melodramatic. There has to be some. I agree. Oh, my gosh. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking. I'm so glad you said that out loud because I. Couldn't All right. Is that there has to be that little melodramatic, you know, operatic moment, you know, and so yes. there has to be that seriousness. It has to take itself like a teeny bit too seriously. That's why we love it, you know. And so with all the I goofy liked, stuff going I on around felt, him, right? Yes. yes, yes. And I felt like they kept that tone. I thought the guy who played on solo was adorable. I felt like the guy who played um, Lando was amazing. I feel like he. I mean, I I'm glad they didn't use him that much. I think they used him just enough, but he was really, really great. I think he was a highlight, and I I enjoyed it. So without yeah. the spoilers, yeah. Jen and I always yeah. do like the unspoiler review first. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, let's just all give us a quickie, and then we'll talk about uh, individual things that we want to sure. bring up. So, Joe, what? Uh, so, yeah. I know what what you heard. I heard you on the stacks, but but for the Trex and Sci-Fi listeners, what's your overall impressions? What did you? 
how did, how did, how was your viewing of it? Did you have anybody vaping next to you or <laughs> no, nobody? Was, so so what I do is I'd actually you know Rico, it's funny when 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 you're done maybe someone was voguing and I didn't notice but Vogue <laughs> Vogue <laughs> but uh, oh it's Chris you know voguing. when you were talking about yeah, Chris was doing it <laughs> you know when you were talking about the fan event uh, I I was listening to to now playing with uh, with Arnie from uh, Star Wars Action News. And he also went to a fan event, and it was also at a weird theater that wasn't very nice. It, it seems like these fan events are at sort of like these not quite as good theaters. I don't know if that's a thing or not. <laughs> Sometimes, I don't know, not at yeah, our world. Well, well I, I think, yes, that's sort of true, and I think it has to do with, I, well, like the one I went to was an AMC-run theater because those were the uh, that was the only one that was given the dice thing away. So, I, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, he's... Uh, so what else did Arnie say? He said that it wasn't a great theater for the first. Uh, oh, I, he show. was. Uh, yeah, if you go listen to that that episode, I will. Of, uh, I'll probably yeah podcast. Uh, it's it's like two and a half hours long. They really yeah, they get well. The he gets you know like they got like twenty people per, or I don't know how many he had on that show, but but they yeah they get really it's just three people, but they're like film people, like they're movie yeah. people. But yeah. anyways, yeah, no, he was I, yeah. talking about and like the middle speaker and the theater wasn't working properly, so oh, you couldn't boy. hear the voices right. That reminds and, like, me of the last really Jedi strange. when we saw it for the first night, which was a fan event, and and uh, and I think I had told you guys about it. The sound was was terrible. We actually ended up getting a, a refund because the, it was super low the dialogue. So uh, yeah, maybe you went to the same place. <laughs> uh, Anyways, yeah, I don't know. yeah, I just it was just I just thought of that. It's like it's two people that have gone to the fan events that said, "Oh, I was in a cramped old cruddy theater." But uh, anyways, what I thought about it, uh, you know, really, I think you guys both sort of said, you know, the movie had had didn't have great press uh, go, going into this, so I didn't really know what mm-hmm. to expect. I wasn't expecting much. And then I usually, you know, outside of, you know, I'll kind of watch a couple of like the teaser and then I'll watch like the theatrical trailers, but I don't really watch like TV spots and I don't I, like I didn't even really know who wrote the movie going into it. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I just like I like going into these things, not blind, but but, you know, not as informed as, you know, if Brian was on the call. There's a level of different levels of being of informedness, right? Like I listen to this comic book podcast and those guys, well, with the regular, you know, call them the normal trilogy films, th- those guys, most of them have a very like they don't want to see anything, you know. Yeah. And, and with with this movie, they said they were a little bit more OK with seeing this or that, you know. Mm-hmm. So you know, I had seen the, the the theatrical trailers, and once that that final theatrical thrill trailer, I think there were two, right? Like the the full length trailers. Yeah. yeah, basically two main I ones and a lot of, of versions. Yeah, you know, they had a lot of yeah. different sort of like, okay, here's that trailer, but we've thrown in like three more seconds of of. Han, I don't know Han-ness. if they were sure what they wanted yeah. to promote. Honestly, right? Honestly, yeah. I don't think they knew. I think so. they wanted us to think it was going to be, you know, they wanted us to know this is going to be like a heist movie and there's going to be a, you sure. know, I think they right. were really, they were really spinning it as like an oceans type movie. And I don't, think, I, mean, I don't think it is. Really. I, 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 I do no. think though, looking back on it now that if I see no, those I trailers, I, I feel like they did a pretty good job of giving you a feeling for the movie. You know, you got a little <laughs> Chewie and Han. I don't, I don't know. I've no, seen other movies but, where I'm yeah. like. I've seen a trailer for a movie and I've seen other movies like, well, that's nothing like the trailer. Like there's nothing in that, you know, that makes me feel like that was anyway. It's a, you know, it's hard to say sometimes, but mm-hmm. I yeah. So they, all that to say, yeah. you know, I, after I saw that, that trailer, I was, 
I was hopeful. I was like, you know what? This seems yeah. like a fun movie. At right. the very least, it'll be entertaining. You know, it may not be the greatest movie in the history of the world, and it may seem maybe sure. it'll be disjointed. But I went in, and you know what? I had a really great time, and I never, you know, looked at my watch. I never said, oh, the, the only time... And maybe, you know, and maybe I won't even say it now once we start talking about specifics. There was one time where I sort of groaned and it ended up not being an issue. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, I, when I, I came out of it and I'm like, that was super fun. And, and yeah, that's I mean, all I, I really I had a, like, care about. Right? <laughs> I mean, I was kind of just light on my feet after that movie. I mean, it was yeah. it was it had a fun vibe to it. it you know, yeah, despite the fact that a lot of people die like. <laughs> yeah. But, but they're it, not like. You know, you don't really like like the like to you know Beckett's like little crew. You don't really get to know them super well. Yeah, they're, you're not really invested. You know, no. See, I sort of felt like I felt bad when they like I started. Well, I did a little, but it it, yeah. it wasn't like like at, I was shocked yeah. honestly. Well, at least they didn't kill them all. Like in spoiler alert, Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> I really kind of went into Rogue One knowing it was the Titanic. I mean, oh, did you? On. You you felt like they yeah, were? Oh, I, they're, they're not going to make it out of this. And oh uh, no! And I even told my son, I was like, just so you know, nobody's making out of this movie. Except, <laughs> I that, mean, except from what we've heard, that they changed that. You know, they filmed scenes where some of them survived. So really, so, yeah. Oh, you oh, never heard that? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it that that's well reported now. Yeah, because well, you can see I, some scenes in the trailer where. Where they're they're running to a ship like Jin and that yeah. they're, they're they're there are no they debated whether to to kill them all off basically that's like, kind of interesting yeah. because I kind of went in without without that knowledge or whatever I kind of came in to the movie note thinking yeah, I didn't know it, it I didn't know scene, it when I saw it I just learned it later there's a scene but. where Leia actually says something about I hope it's in New Hope where she says I hope that these plans are worth the lives we sacrificed. Something like that, like a line like that, and I felt like the theme of the movie was based on that line. Yeah, that sure, it was sure. Like, yeah, it's like these yeah. people have all sacrificed themselves in order to get us these plans. We better not screw this up. <laughs> right, right. So save anyway, the galaxy, to- save the universe, oh. save everyone, <laughs> save the cheerleader. Wait, yeah. save the cheerleader. <laughs> yeah, that's okay, that would be funny if to do to do uh, yeah a voice <laughs> his voice save the cheerleader. <laughs> No, right, yeah, sorry, I, I, I agree with both of you. I agree with everybody that's been talking about this movie. I, I am so, like, I, I wish I could get to everyone. I mean, at least a little bit of, of people that we all reach with our podcast. I wish yes. we could get to everyone out there and say, look, okay, it did movie. make eight jillion million billion dollars like Avengers or something, but that doesn't yeah. mean it's bad, folks. That just means, all that means is that many people and that many ticket sales happened. That doesn't mean it's bad. Doesn't mean it's good. But you need to go and make up your own mind. And I have not heard. I've heard a few people make a few little comments about a few little things, but I've not heard one person say, "Oh, that was like a terrible movie. I can't believe they did that to Han. I can't believe they did that to Chewie." I, I haven't heard anybody say that. So you got to go see this no, movie, it's people. It's a good movie, yeah. and I feel like it's. I feel like when the years pass. And we start, and we talk about this movie. Yeah. it's going to be the sleeper success story. Honestly, I feel yeah, like this it'll one be a movie. Be a it'll, it'll, you'll notice it's on like love. TNT, and you'll just go, "Oh, this is kind of fun. I'm going to sit and watch yeah. like a half hour of this part because it's pretty cool." And I that, agree. You know, yeah, Unlike, like I want to see the capes uh, again. The I want to see L3 free <laughs> free the droids. You know, go on, get out of here. 
Go on. But unlike, Go on. You're free. Unlike Attack of the Clones, with ac- which actually makes me wretch, like, <laughs> in my seat. Like, I'm Sand. so offended. It's, it's so, you just need it's to skip the, the Anakin and Padme parts. That's all. Ah, sand gets everywhere, you know. out for me. So, uh, there's so okay, much sorry. sand. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so much creepy creepy Anakin you can take so but. much creepiness okay, no yeah okay. so so I think yeah we all feel f- very similar um I, I, I want let, to let's talk about like I, I guess w- what are some of our, our maybe like the highlights of the movie let's kind of do it that way maybe like what we maybe oh, enjoyed yes. the most in, in, call it this either enjoyed the most or maybe we're a little bit surprised the most and I'll say a couple things For, first off I, I'm a little bit like Chris and, and others of Oh, you know, nobody can play. You got to have Harrison Ford. Get off my, get off my ship. Get off my plane. Playing, <laughs> playing. You know, Han Solo. I mean, no one else. But I was super impressed with Alden Ehrenreich. I Agreed. thought he, I thought he really did a good job. He seemed very, let's say, relaxed, which I think he needed yeah. to be, and and that's cool, who, but not Solo. perfect. You know, he no. goofed up a lot. You know, he barely survived lots of different things. And I know that's in the story, but you have to sort of act those parts out too, right? So I just thought mm-hmm. I, I loved the how they dealt with him and Chewie. I thought they handled that really, really well. Oh, I love yeah. that. That was such a surprise. <laughs> yeah, it was really and great. I, I was glad that it, know it, they did as much. Sort of. Yeah, I, I'm glad that they yeah. did as much with that and made you really feel like they became a team, you know, and, and, yes. and took care of each oh, other. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and that, it was a it, love story between yeah. him and Chewie is and what even, it is. Even when he said to Chewie, he said, you know, go off and save Chaka Khan over there with, with <laughs> the, the other Wookiees. You know, like, I'm just guessing, you know, that those are like like not fully mature Wookiees or maybe they shaved them or something. They I know look they a look little bit like, funky. They look like Cro-Magnon man. Well, maybe li- working down in the m- spice mines of Kessel, maybe you lose your fur or something. I don't know. Well, maybe maybe so, that they were, was weird. Or they were I trying to show that. that they were like, they get yeah, a little radiation they were like under or something. Their hair or falls or out or something. Yeah. Yeah, but but I, but it was at least you know he, it wasn't like you know where you going, Chewie? You know, come back here or whatever. It was like, hey, you got to go do that. So you know they had a mutual respect, and uh, I I I like that you know Han spoke a little whatever Wookiees you know Shirik or whatever they call it. Uh, I like that. Shirik. And the Lando stuff, like you said, Angela, you know, Donald Glover, I mean, hello. Oh, holy uh, crap, I mean, yeah. He was great. He and- was so, like, channel, like, and I love how how flawed the character, I mean, when the, the character's flawed anyway. Like, we know that he's flawed. Oh, Lando's not a, not a good guy, No, no, basically. Lando's not yeah. a good guy, but he's also not a bad guy. No, not really. That's he's, what- he takes care of himself, but, but he'll, you know, he, he'll. But he's not a monster. No, no. And obviously, you know, the the whole thing with I I mean, I loved his relationship with the little with L three. L three let go of the mean man's face. (laughs) So I I really like that Newell that's interesting because one of one of my favorite parts was the um, the liberation of the droids, like the accident oh, yeah. liberation yeah, of the on, droids. Get out of here. Which yeah. was in some ways sort of silly, but I kind of got, a, I was into it. Like I was into the fact that like I totally bought that the character of her as a droid would be like, just free everyone, do whatever you want. <laughs> like, and yeah. then it's like, oh, well, we're causing the liberation movement. Great. That's awesome. And she's okay with it. And, 
I kind of I think that there are some people who had been complaining about that, and I love it. I thought it was no. Great. I thought that was oh, fine. this is internet people, right? They're like, oh, she she she's a, a social justice warrior. We don't need that in Star Wars. Like no, that's that's uh, that's what Star Wars is. Like oh my gosh, like it didn't that part. Oh, I feel so stupid because that didn't even occur to me. I just thought this. I'm looking at it in the context of Star Wars. When I watch a Star Wars movie, I'm in the Star Wars universe. I, and and, and it's there's not been like I don't... plenty of, of stuff they've done to show droids are basically like have more or less a mind of their own, right? Give, given freedom, R2's yes. gone off all kinds of, you know, half-cocked and done whatever that saved their butts a lot, to, you know, whatever. And, oh, yeah. And if you watch the Rebels show, you know, they got Chopper on there. Chopper, <laughs> he, he's, the, he's the, you know, he's always off doing whatever he, Chopper wants to do. So Right. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. So there's I plenty like of that. that character. Right. Um. I also enjoyed, um, gosh, I mean, there's a lot of great little moments, you know, I, oh gosh, I enjoyed the way they, um, I, I enjoyed the, the special effects in how they use that train. I really enjoyed that part. Oh, the little the twisty train, train when they were thing. Doing yeah, the yeah. twisty train thing. It reminded I mean, me of the old like centipede the nerdiest game. thing yeah. to be excited about. <laughs> But it was kind of, oh, it did kind of remind me of the centipede game. Yeah, and the way also, it twisted around like that. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. Right. The and I did train. enjoy the, um, I mean, we're already in spoilers, but I enjoyed the reveal of the, um, of the, of the pirates, basically, about what, who they really were. Oh, basically the start of the, the rebellion, more or the less. The start of the rebellion. And yeah. that, I love how they tied it in together because it didn't feel forced to me. Like it could have felt forced. Yeah. Tying tying them to the rebellion could have definitely felt really forced, and I felt it's like, like well, maybe, everything has to go back into this, doesn't it? But that, right, got to yeah. take and, this to Dantooine or something, you know, or whatever. Right. Yeah, but I didn't. I honestly didn't feel like it was forced. Like it felt very natural, and I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I think all those so. little nods that they did in the in the movie, yes. you know, like Han getting his his blaster. You know the the, yes. the, the the dice stuff. The obviously the Falcon. You know, going through the the, the and the whole Kessel Run thing. I felt yes. like that they were okay in doing it. Like in other words, yeah. it didn't feel like okay. Hey, now we're gonna show where Han gets his vest. You know, at the vest yeah. store, and, right. and we're gonna. You know, it's like, I so well, I, it just felt okay that it. it I think it has to do with the writing. I think mm-hmm. Lawrence Kasdan. You know, and I think his son also. They co-wrote mm-hmm. together. That yeah, awesome. I, I think yeah. those guys know basically how far to go to sort of that Star Wars edge, and and okay, we're good there. Let's not overdo this. Like let you know what I mean. Like you know, oh look, there's Lando's Lando's disguise that he uses from Return of the Jedi. It's quick. It's subtle. The 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 real fan nerds get it. Everyone else, it probably doesn't really matter to right. So right, but it's okay because they gave enough to us. But I even said in my review uh, with with Jen is that I think that someone could come into this particular movie and just watch this movie and enjoy it. I honestly think that you could have no star Wars knowledge whatsoever and you could enjoy. So yeah, it's I, fairly, I, yeah, you'll, you'll just, and, you'll just get less things. It's that's self-contained. Well, that's yeah. Like, yeah, I am. I'm pretty much a nerd. Like Jen and I have always had this kind of debate about like nerds and what we enjoy and what we could and couldn't enjoy. I honestly believe that, Lord of the Rings is great, but I think you really enjoy it more if you get it. You know, I mean, it is a great movie. And there's some movies, I even think that most of the Star Wars movies, you have to kind of be invested in order to really get it. 
But I really believe, I mean, especially Rogue One. I mean, Rogue One means nothing without New Hope. It really does. It doesn't. I mean, it, it's great and it's beautiful and I love it, but it's meaningless without New Hope. Yeah, because movie, you're left with basically like, oh, well, that happened, you know, kind of. Right. <laughs> it, it, it's occurring in a vacuum and yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Like you, I, I mean, as much as I love it, I mean, it's on my yeah. list. Like I love the, the movie, but as a non-Star Wars fan, I would be like, okay, well, okay. That's whatever. Yeah, they, that. something, okay, whatever. they ran off to do like, something. Everything in Rogue One is a reference. I love it and it's beautiful and it's wonderful. And as a Star Wars fan, I'm, I'm amazed by it. But it's not like something that could exist outside of that universe. I think you could tell this story about Han and it would be fine. I mean, I think my sister could watch it and she's not like, she has no concept, mm-hmm. you know, of any yeah. of this. And I think she could watch it and be like, oh, cool. That guy was cute and this is a cool movie. Like, I think she would enjoy it. <laughs> And then never watch another Star Wars movie and be like, oh, that was a cool movie. And I just, I wish that their marketing people, as a marketing person, <laughs> I feel like somebody needed to do something. Because this is a really great movie, and I wish they knew what they had. Anyway, sorry. I get and it. that's yeah. the thing, and I'm yeah. just not sure about the, the marketing around this. Because I didn't really yeah. see, like, there were TV spots and this, and, you know, there were a couple of, like, and those product tie-ins. And the but... of the crop. We're talking about Disney. Yeah. And- George Lucas people, not George Lucas himself, but the Lucasfilm, like it's all those people. Yeah, this was, is like they are the they are the pinnacle of who does this and why did it suck so bad? Because this is a good movie. Well, I don't think and they, they paced really it very well out practice. too. They, I, I thought maybe it had something to do with being the the fact that they had to bring Ron Howard in and that maybe they were not um, they were behind basically in their timing and their scheduling. So you know we well, didn't we didn't get hardly anything until what two months three months before this movie came out we had yeah. zero anything question though what's that do you think that six months between star wars movies is too little i think that's that that's another bit of the problem me too well I you know it, it wasn't supposed to December. be that way originally you know that that got compressed because if, if you look back a few years ago when they the last jedi was actually supposed to come out at this time last summer and they pushed, well, it, they pushed it till terrible. Christmas. So in other words, it, it would have, well, I mean, you would have had a year it span. It would have been a year. You would have had a year but, span, but they, they delayed they delayed that. And for some reason, there was a lot of talk, I think, about the solo movie of they had already put it at this date, right? They had already put it in the summer or, or whatever, late spring of, of when it came out. And, and everybody's like saying, well, since they had to push Jedi, you know, Last Jedi to Christmas, why didn't they just take this movie and push it yes. to next Christmas, but Why I think there's other movies at Christmas time. I don't know all the little logistics and reasoning behind all of those decisions, and whether that would have been better or worse or whatever. But that's there are reasons. Like in other words, it wasn't supposed to be only six months. But I think you're right, Angela. In and I've heard other people say it. I think there is a little bit of that's pretty quick, especially when way back in the day, well, we had no Star Wars movies anymore. Right, it was like <laughs> Or in the original run, well, they were three years apart, and even when we got to what, the prequels were three years apart, and mm-hmm. and these um, new trilogies, are, they're doing them two years, right? Two we years had a two-year gap there. So that, yeah, yeah, we've never, ever had anything remotely like a six-month gap like this. Yeah, so, and I yeah, think yeah. that like it was just unfortunate the way it worked out, because if this this movie came with the funky, you know, stories and the weird press and all that stuff. And then also, 
you're coming off of not only six months away from uh, Last Jedi, but also like two months away from Avengers, and so you're. It's like a. It's like it's like well, nerd a month. Fatigue. It was only a month actually. I mean, the Avengers just oh, came out yeah. at, at the very end of April. So it's like so, and, and Avengers and it's only came out. It's still playing. Like two months after Black Panther, so it's like nerd fatigue. Yeah, you know, I think this was a like, tough month. I, uh, I said this months ago on the podcast. They had um, we've had Avengers. Then we had Deadpool 2, which I saw and I liked. And then, you know, two weeks yeah, later, we have the Deadpool solo movie. Kind of exists, Deadpool kind of exists in its own universe. It's still a nerd so, thing, though. But it's, it is it's, still it's, a nerd it's, thing. It's still, I, like, I get like you. Chris, you know, I know he really wants to see Deadpool 2, and he oh, hasn't like had Deadpool. a chance yet. And uh, yeah, and it was like, okay, do I go see Solo or do I go see Deadpool 2? And, and he saw Solo. But, but anyway, yeah, I think these movies... Besides the six-month gap, I think they've had a, a couple of pretty big things come out uh, right. really so too close. from that, I think. I mean, yeah. I think that was part of the problem. But I also think they have this weird, you know, because I think executives sometimes get weird things in their head. And I think they really wanted to release something on the anniversary of New Hope. Yeah. Well, well, May, you know, in, until... Part of their uh, problem until... is like, oh, we have to do this anniversary of either May... Until uh, The Force Awakens, or, every yeah. Star Wars movie before that, the prequels and the original trilogy always came out at the end of May, period. But I mean, my I, problem with that is I know. really like them coming out at Christmas. Well, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I can take, I, I, I've said before, I kind of like, because I grew up watching them at this time period, you know, mm -hmm. I, I kind of, that, that feels like Star Wars to me. But this being a, not a, one of the trilogy episode whatever movies, I, I it would have been fine at Christmas, right? So... It's 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 all I guess a little water under the bridge, you know. It is what it is, but I I hope people. I'm really hoping that this weekend they they do some pretty good box office. That in other words, all these people who have been telling their friends, you know, hey, you know, that's pretty good. Go see it, type of thing. Word of mouth can be a pretty important thing, and and again, I've seen mostly positive reaction to it, you know, from from you know what I see. The critics, the 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 official official movie snob critics. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why people really listen to them because I've always said this about a. a, a I'd rather listen to somebody who enjoys a certain thing and get their opinion of it, rather than mm -hmm. uh, somebody who isn't like say somebody who isn't into this these kinds of things because they're already predisposed to probably not really caring for it much, right? Mm -hmm. I always say. Well, it, and the other you know, part of it yeah. is that they're not in the context. Yeah. Sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it, it, it's well, it's it's just a you know it, I, I always put it another way like if you're a food critic and you don't maybe let's say you don't like Mexican food and you have to go out to a Mexican restaurant and review a Mexican you're already going to be a little bit negative on it right because it's not your food that you like right so exactly. so it's it's it you know your level of of enjoyment like you know is really related to when you see a movie or a television show I mean everyone picks movies TV shows books to read based on their tastes right. So if you're if this isn't something you're predisposed to, I think you've already got a problem, right? So Yeah. But um but going but Joe, what what uh let, why don't you chime in a little bit about some of your I don't know, surprises in the movie or or favorite moments or beats or, you know, dialogue even. I I did like that there was a lot of, you know, they they used a lot of Star Warsian dialogue. I I like that. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. But what else, Joe? What yeah, did, I mean 
I really like so you know as as a as someone who's been reading the EU for a long time that they really pulled a lot of stuff. Oh I yeah, mean, this they is the did. Most You're right. That's what Jen blatant, said. Yeah, yeah, the most blatant pull of of EU material. And I like for, that. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, they, they stuck like you know uh, Han's childhood on on Corellia. They they didn't stick to to stuff that was in the books per, in you know specifically, but the themes were Will there. You indulge like, me and tell me some of the differences. So the the differences. So the the only real difference, I guess, if you go back to these AC Crispin books that sort of define Han's childhood, he grew up on like this. Sort of similar to what they had in the movie, like this this you know pirate band of of kids, and they were led by this guy Garrus Shrike, who everyone thought Woody Harrelson was gonna be. Yeah, like he was he sort was... of like his mentor in in the books. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was sort of like his not not quite his dad, but he was like this this yeah. bad guy, and he you know would take you know derelict kids and you know. Use street them. kids and and train them how to pickpocket and you know like like you saw so it wasn't like this weird like you know whatever that lady was well, okay <laughs> lady but, uh, you know, shiva or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, the, it wasn't the that big, weird the big like, centipede girl yeah underground centipede girl it wasn't that but it's the same idea basically okay. and you know he the whole he he did you know in the books he he escapes on a freighter when he's a teenager to go and like fly cargo for the huts basically and Mm -hmm. so you know from that perspective there's no there's no girl with him at the beginning he meets the girl later on sort of a thing but like the the basic structure of that whole thing essential is there Mm -hmm. and then you know there's a lot of there were really just a lot of uh just things that they dropped in like just like names of planets like you know they talked yeah. about oh you're gonna go to the imperial academy on Corita. no one's ever said the imperial academy on Corita before right and that you know that's like one of the premier outside of coruscant that's like the, the biggest imperial academy in the eu uh mm-hmm. all the stuff around kessel like the maw and the uh oh what's it the, the maelstrom like all those bits of the kessel run those were all talked about in you that's know a cool. lot of the the books and yeah, just stuff like that. And, uh, and then the, the other really blatant one is when, when Lando's sitting back recording his memoirs, <laughs> the Calrissian Chronicles, he is basically just, he's telling the stories. There's the, this, these three books of Lando Calrissian adventures that came out, I think in the eighties. Mm. And he is literally just reci- making, talking, saying summaries of those stories. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Kelrissian Chronicles, Volume One. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, he's talking about like the Star Cave. That's one of them. And yeah, in one of the books, he wins like a moon in a card game, but it's like a crap moon, and it was like yeah, useless. Yeah, that's funny. That's something you talked about. That's amazing. Yeah, like and that's it. that's an entire that's you know Lendo Kelrissian and the Star Cave of Thunboka or whatever. <laughs> cool, cool. Okay. Thank so you, you. know, that, yeah. So that <laughs> stuff is is really cool like i you know as a, as an eu mm-hmm. fan just to see that stuff you know brought in even even more so than you know that we have with oh they're bringing grand admiral thrawn into the show and you know because everyone knows even, i think a lot of people even if they don't you know read the books know who thrawn is and stuff yeah. like that but, and it's all these other littler things that that made it qu- quite a bit of fun mm-hmm. so cool. yeah that was that was one of the things that uh that I thought. Would you guys? Did you, you you talked a little bit about, uh, or we were talking a little bit about Woody Harrelson. I thought he was oh, great. Yeah. 
I agree. Yeah, I thought, I mean, I like I him enjoy... in just about everything I see, you know. Oh, and, yeah, uh, I think he's amazing. He, he's just so, like, natural in it, you know. He's it seems like so... he's sort of, yeah, he's taken on the role of, of, like, the mentor in a lot of his recent work. But, like, an off-kilter mentor? Yeah, like, he's sort of, exactly. Like, he, well, he's sort of, like, in Hunger he's not Games. Quite, yeah, he's not quite playing the same character as in Hunger Games, but almost. Like, he's less drunk, but... <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily true. But I'm just <laughs> yeah, we don't know. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And I really do like that. And I what I like about the ending of this movie is that Han is not a clean character. Han is messy. Well, he was after he went to the shower with Chewie there though. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, that was pretty cute. Actually. That was awesome. I that it it I reminded that part, me of and uh, I love <laughs> the look on his face and like the whole reaction it was, was like, hilarious and, and she was just like Rrr! you know we, ha- we have great. a big dog no, with a lot of fur and it just reminds <laughs> me like like because because she'll like she really like we have like a walk-in shower and uh and 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 she'll especially when it's this kind of time of year and it gets warmer and it's like you're not coming in here with me she'll stand by the door <laughs> you know like you're not you're not coming it's in like, here no no, no that's no. awesome no, so, like, I like the idea that the movie, because Han is not a clean, there's no clean ending in this movie. And I like that. I like that because Han is, not necessarily that he's mysterious, but you don't know. You don't know that he's going to come back. You don't know the kind of person he is. All of us that really know things knows he shot first. You know, he's dirty as a person, as a as a as a character. And so I like how... There was no clean endings to any of the parts of the story. You know what I mean? Like even yeah. the care, even even the uh, the resol- not resolution, but even what happened with um, the Woody Harrelson character, he wasn't excited. It's not like he got some sort of revenge out of killing him. It was just what he had to do. And then the Woody Harrelson character was almost like, "You learned your lesson," you know. Good, good job, buddy. You know, like it was so weird, but it was like a weirdly, it was it was dirty. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like oh, the bad guys lost and the good guys won. It was like it's like well, who's the good guys and who's the bad guys? <laughs> yeah, and, and like I'm especially sorry. at the end when everyone's like, I don't like, I don't think like we haven't talked about Amelia Clark very much. No, as we of haven't. Yet, but, I have but, a couple of opinions, but go ahead. Yeah, and you know, like I don't. She didn't double cross him at the end but you know she in fact she didn't she did the opposite of that i think she protected him she protected him but she also made sure that she came out you know in a good spot oh sure no she didn't like betray herself but she also went a little bit extra to not betray him i think that's important and i also feel like the conversation that she had with him about how essentially he's a good person i think that's good for, for those of us who love the movies and love the original trilogy, I think it's so important for us to hear that because we want to believe that Han is good. And right. I think that's good for us to feel like Han, Leia, and, and Luke are essentially fighting the good fight and really do want good, even if our situation is hopeless or even if we have to make bad decisions, that our three people that we love so much that they are essentially good. I think that's, it's so stupid, but it's good for me as a human right. <laughs> to hear that from her. I'm, um, it's, 
I, um, so do you guys want to talk about it? Which part? Talk. Which talk about? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, that. No, Please. go ahead. You, you start. Go no. ahead. Go ahead. Go for it. So there was the, the only spoiler that's even really worth mentioning. Yes. Is yes. Darth Maul. Yeah. Right. right. So you guys go ahead. Well, you, you know, the weirdest part about it, and I've watched all these cartoons and all that, and I'm like, at first yep. when it happened, well, that, that can't be Darth Maul. That doesn't make any sense to me. And it was mostly because of the time frame of it all. I right. was like, okay, is he spider legs but, Darth Maul now? Is he sort of better legs now? Is he, what, what, <laughs> what, what is, what's the deal at this stage? <laughs> Plus, I thought they made him look different enough. He seemed to look different enough that I'm like, and he, there was a little bit of difference in his voice because it's, well. Ray Park did it, though. Ray, Park, Ray Park did Park. play the part, and they had Sam yeah. Witwer do the voice, who's done the um, the voice of him on the cartoon. So yeah. it wasn't that far removed, but it was a little no. bit. So I was like, and then, you know, he'd, hey, look at my lightsaber here, guys. And uh, I, I thought. That's like the only force-related thing. I didn't even think about that. That was I really, and really, And they had to do that to really say, hey, this is not like another Zabrak By the way, system. that was <laughs> yeah. my my yeah. and I, I'm okay with it, but I'll tell you what I, I feel like that if if anything, you know, we were talking earlier about what you know these little nods that they threw in the movie, of course, Kessel Run, and you know all the the Falcon, you know all that all the stuff with the Falcon losing the dish so they can get a new better sensor dish <laughs> that looks like it is, and then they lose the little <laughs> escape pod in the front, which they call uh, well, Lando says it's an escape pod, so now it looks more like the Falcon, but. I thought that the the being Darth Maul at that point was I thought they just touched over the edge at that point. I'm like, oh, okay, really? He's he's the guy behind this whole crime syndicate, Crimson Dawn. Well, wait a minute. You know, I have. Well, I agree, but like Crimson Dawn would be a great crime syndicate for him to be head of. But he's a Sith guy. Like, doesn't it seem a little almost but beneath him? I had sort another of? theory because I haven't watched. I am aware that he exists in this universe. Like, I'm aware enough. Like, I didn't watch all of the shows, but I'm aware of it, you know. But I don't know all of the details, right? So, I honestly, my takeaway, and I could be completely wrong, but my takeaway was that he was someone else completely, like, granted, I think it makes the most sense that he's ahead of Oops, Crimson Dawn or whatever. But what if... Because he's not, he's not a Sith anymore, really. Right, exactly. And so, what if... I don't know, and but I. What another thing I liked because Once since I played Sith, the, always a Sith. Uh. Right. <laughs> since since I, but he's not a Sith because he's not one of two. Yeah, right. sure. I mean, technically, yes, but you guys understand what I mean by that. I, I mean, know kinda, what you mean by yeah. that, but I'm, you know, he always seemed a little bit had a had a greater agenda, even even in the uh, even in the cartoons when he's been in there. He he's he seems to have a bigger, you know, either he's off being kind of crazy guy and doing his own thing. He, he didn't seem mm -hmm. frank, frankly organized to be running a crime syndicate uh, to, to me. Well, enough, that's the thing you know. is that she, he doesn't have to be organized. She's the one who's doing it. True. He has his minions and all. He basically just keeps him in line. Hey, look at my lightsaber again. All right, you're going to do what I'm going to uh, tell yeah, you. He's right. just threatening. And, you know, maybe he has money somehow. Yeah. And... I mean, it was obvious that to me that it was uh, – about 90% of that part was, hey, let's set up the next movie, guys. 
you know, right. I, I mean, that well, seemed a little, a little, so, like yeah. a little bit of a shock factor too. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was shocked. I was surprised. So. I was, yeah, I was surprised about that too. I was surprised. Um, the, the, the only thing that I thought about it though, was that, is it, how many, you know, when you let you go to the movies, there, there's a movie theater. There's, let's say there's a hundred people watching this movie. So, Okay, let's 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 take everybody's estimate. What do you think of the estimate in there of the people who know the Clone Wars, the Rebels, that know that Darth Maul's still alive? Show your hands. Twenty three percent. That's about what I would have said, Angela. Yeah, it's Somewhere not a like ton. To be a honest, quarter right? of them. So, do you think that the people like Ron Howard or whoever decided to do this, maybe it's Lawrence Kasdan that he wrote it in there. Do you think they realize that like three quarters of the people are going to be confused by that? And and do you think mm-hmm. they're like, oh, but that's okay. It's not bad to come out of a movie with something like, and then they yet they have to nerd out and ask to their, you know, they call up their Star Wars nerd friends and they say, yeah, what's with the Darth Maul thing? I thought he and got yeah, cut in half. And now you can go watch Clone Wars on Netflix, right? So. Well, it could exactly. be a little of that. It could be, yeah, it could be that they were a little bit self-serving and saying, hey, to, you know, I'm surprised at the end of the movie. For go, more on this. <laughs> for more on this, see Rebels season, <laughs> yeah, seasons, so all seasons Rebels out on less. DVD and Blu-ray now or whatever, but. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, and, you know, that might have also okay. been like, like obviously, if you're going there with with your kids, they would probably know more so. Could be if they're into it, if they're watching it. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, sure, sure. It's uh, it was it was okay. I mean, I, I uh, it was obviously for what two minutes or something of the yeah. thing. I don't even know right. if it was. That I'll, long. I'll tell you what I did like about it though. It 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 gave Kira, you know, although I hate the yeah. way they spelled her name. I mean, if it's Kira, why don't we just go K I R A or whatever? I agree. What it's a weird Star Wars y thing. Wars right. Like, take the le- the first two letters of your last minute, name, the street you grew up her? in, your first pet, and now you have your Star Wars name. So, wait a uh, minute. What is the spelling that they used? It's with I apostrophe R A. You oh, would never great. guess it in a million years. <laughs> All right. I was envisioning K-I-R-A, so whatever. Yeah. So, but Because you're thinking of, like, Major Kira. <laughs> what, what I thought about I that, am. the, the exactly mall, though, right. was that you at were... least it gave her a pretty strong reason for being basically scared to death and, and leaving Han kind of a thing. Like I an, agree a, with a, that. A, whether whether it was her say... fear or, or, or her, does she like it? Does she like the that you know now she's in charge and the power Stop. and the money or right. so the thing i'm not yeah just, oh, go ahead yeah the thing i'm not sure of is you know she always said you know you don't understand the things i've done and blah blah, blah and she has this tattoo of so i never quite got like if she's been like oh, what's branded. The, the crime boss's name uh what's his name but 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 dryden boss yeah. yeah vision paul bettany had too many uh, accidents with like, that vibro like, blade while he was shaving, you know, with all of his yeah, scars so, on his face. That's what I, I, yeah, I just had a f- assumptions. He, he's, he's missed a few times. And, and yeah, that no, was, uh, that just, was like uh, the first vibro that we've seen. But how cool was that? There was a vibro blade. That's really cool. Oh, it's super amazing. But That's you know, awesome. I, what I didn't get is, is did he like buy her from the other people or something? Or did she just like something get in like with that, them? I and now she's think. branded and she's in the, she's in the gang. She, well, no one really knows, but I got the impression that he bought her. That's what I, I felt like she was. And I would also like a high ranking. I would also put out there that he was already using her as a whore. I mean, I'm just putting that out there. That's terrible, and it's not Star Warsy to talk about that stuff. But it's insinuated that she is already his concubine. Yeah, come on over and sit with me, Kira. You know, come on, sit next to me here and make make Han jealous. I have another theory, though, is that she's not even his, that she's Maul's. Also possible. And that that it has nothing to do with 
uh, but he's got sexuality. all those sharp, pointy things on his head. How does that I'm work? Not, I'm not <laughs> talking about the sexuality part. I'm I know, talking I about know. that he pinned her as a fellow, basically sociopath, yeah. and that she had just enough to gain by serving him and being a lieutenant of his. That it's really that the Paul Bettany character is more afraid of her. And the other part of it is that she very handily beat him quickly with yes. that vibro blade. And so it was, it was not her just giving lip service to the fact that she has been through some stuff, right? She really has been through some stuff. You don't know what happened to her between yeah, the time. I, it, that's three years it's happened. Yeah. And so it's like you have well, she to had to survive somehow, works. right? She got caught. Han spent some time in the mud, but you know, she had did some things. Well, she got caught, and <laughs> it was probably in order for her to get out of their trouble, They it somehow presented itself. This was one of her avenues to get out of, you know, Right. Get out of and jail. she's obviously not proud of it. And I and it's interesting, like as a woman, it was a very interesting moment for me when they were uh, when he was talking to her in the closet, you know, and when she said the line about I don't want to tell you because capes. that's a lot, a of, lot capes. of capes. Yeah, that was the line. No, I'm talking <laughs> about when he's she's like, I don't want to tell you because of the way you're looking at me like you're looking at me right now. And that yeah. just like, oh, that cut me <laughs> as a woman like i was just like oh because that's what you want you won't want someone to look at you that way you know and it's so sweet and it's no they handled it i pr pretty well i, th no, I think I mean yeah. In a, yeah i i mean that in a good way yeah i, mean I know that, no i yeah that's, that's what i mean i mean i agree with you that, that it was it was very uh yeah. it was very uh so difficult sweet. Yeah. and and i love how you see that han you know i told a friend of mine at work uh we were talking about it and i said this explains why Han is the way he is. If you have your heart broken in that manner, that young, and and you pine for someone for years, and this is how heart gets broken, you don't recover fully. You no, you have a hard time trusting. You have a hard time. And, yeah, and it, it so, takes a long so time. It explains yeah. his yeah. whole life. It explains how he deals with Leia. It explains the fact that they had to get divorced. Like it explains. Like, I love that it kind of sets that up, uh, him as a person, you know? Yeah, like, it, it messes him up, like, it forever. It messes him up forever, and it really does. And I, and I, and, and I ultimately think messes up their little uh, tantrum, you know, wielding boy, you know? And it so. essentially yeah. messes up the universe, so Pretty that's much. Kira's fault. I'm going to blame her. <laughs> it's all Kira, come on. I mean, Kylo Ren is basically her fault. <laughs> Han had a bad girlfriend, and uh, went to hell. Yeah, yeah. Growing up on the streets of Corellia is, and all it's cracked up to be, kid. Yeah, and that's one. Of, that's another difference too. You mentioned Corellia. Like in in the books, Corellia has like crappy parts, but it is in generally a very pleasant, nice planet. And here, it just seems like Corellia just sucks. Yeah, and they even comment about it. I was listening to it's another Victorian show. Victorian England yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Mm. It's Victorian England. It's a Dickens novel. It I mean, does that's look what I like, from yeah, the the, all the little, he's walking, you know, he's this big, tall adult guy, and he's walking by all the little, like, 10-year-olds there trading off their little pittance that they've they've made. But, uh, yeah, they, they, they really down downgraded Corellia. You know, it wasn't even just where they showed Han and, and, and Kira at the beginning, but there were comments about 
well, why would you ever want to go back to Corellia? That's a that's a crap hole or whatever. So, mm-hmm. right. you know, yeah. they, uh, I, I'll tell you what I, you know, and, and Joe, I want to know what your comments are on this specifically, too, because it's a little EU-ish. But um, I wasn't super thrilled with, all right, kid, what's your name? Han. Well, who are your people? You know, that whole thing. Like, well, no, I'm alone. Uh, uh, Han uh, 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 Solo. Yeah, I really, I don't know about that. Did you, did I mean did, what did it, what did yeah. Angela so and Joe little, what did you guys think about I, like I was so zero about that like you I were was, it didn't matter like I had really? no I had no strong <laughs> the Futurama episode yeah so I had no strong no feeling strong one way feelings or the other. one way no or strong the other. feelings you're a neutral <laughs> please take I'm my money a now neutral kid. <laughs> <laughs> so so is that Joe when I listen to your stack show. I, he, did he does he get it assigned that name too in the books because it's been a long time since i've read those books so the books and we did actually cover them on on the podcast so if you want to go check out star wars stacks, yeah please start check out star wars stacks and the anomaly <laughs> podcast because they both are, have done solo shows and you should listen to those as well yes yeah so we did cover those those books and so i've read them actually relatively recently like in the past you know year or two and uh so he, when Han is a kid, he doesn't know his last name. And this Garrus Shrike guy, who's you know his his uh, fake now crim- it's his criminal back. dad, okay. all right, keeps it from him. And then eventually he does find it out. And I'm actually okay with the fact that that's not the same because it sort of leads to this B story in the books that is sort of convoluted and okay. doesn't. And like he sort of like yeah, so his he actually his family, you know, his some of his relations are actually you know like fairly rich and blah blah blah, and he like meets them and he has this cousin, and his cousin is like sort of a dick and he, he like mm-hmm. tortures him a little bit and messes with him and then they get into a fight and yeah then he runs off and doesn't do it and even in the books he's like I don't care about my family so you know I really am what my name says solo by myself never with anyone so it's sort of well, like they just skip on that whole part and that's what I was and, thinking about when I, when I watched the movie especially the second time so what about this and it doesn't matter it's more of a hypothetical but I almost would have I would have been okay with it except I, I would have almost preferred that he named himself came up with it yeah I mean yeah. it's sort of in, like I he think knew in, he was going to need a fake name, right? Because they were looking for him, uh, mm-hmm. or at least whatever. I don't know. Maybe he had another name when he's running around with the little rugrats in the in the sewers there. But, um, but I I almost would have liked it rather than the imperial guy going um solo. You know, kind of. A I thing. think that was a a Godfather reference, and I think we sort of talked about. Well, that yeah, yeah, that. yeah, but yeah. Coming into the country and getting assigned a name and all that. Yeah. yeah. Vito. Di Corleone, Vito Corleone, or even if he threw him a name, right? Like if Han had thrown him something like Solo, like like uh, like, and and then the guy said, "No, that's too much, just Han Solo or something like." Yeah, you, you I, know, mean, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. know. There's a lot of different ways you could do it, but uh, yeah, I don't have a major problem with it because it's not a big problem for me he, either. Yeah, it was like it wasn't like it was the the place that he could go where he could get away. So it was like oh, it, yeah. he didn't really think it through all the way. Like, no, like, well, Han doesn't think like, a lot of stuff through all the way very much. So, yeah, yeah. But that's kind of that's part of his thing, though. Yeah. Oh, I want to say so a I couple. The other, that's the on other brand. Th- yeah. That's on brand. Yeah. Him, so. the, the other thing that that I wanted to get your uh, your opinion on was uh-huh. uh, this this Imperial infantry thing because we've never seen the Imperial infantry 
Yeah, no, I liked it. I like the fact that 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 not everyone's walking around in shiny white armor. I I like that very much. Yeah, yeah. I was. Did you guys read the? uh, Gosh, what's it called? Right before Force Awakens, the story of a Finn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that. There was that little. It was like a young reader's novel or something. Yes, yes, yes. And I. Yeah, we covered. Yeah, yeah. Because Jen gave that book to Russell, so I knew you had probably read it. So yeah, yeah. That's the closest that I'd ever gotten to any kind of infantry. But those are still sort of stormtroopers. And, and I yeah, didn't have a yeah. problem with it because in a lot of the EU, they've talked about like the Imperial Army and mm-hmm. the way they describe like in the movies, like, you know, the stormtroopers are the bad guys. Right. And that makes right. sense because they're very visually different from the rebels yes. and and whatever. But, you know, this the stormtroopers. You know right, go ahead. No, you know what it reminded me of is the flashback sequences on Firefly. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. That's the, what uh, it reminded me of. Yeah, of back the, in the war. Of the war. Yeah, that's, I don't know. Yeah, I want to talk a little like, bit about I, before. I was on the losing uh, side, but I'm before, not convinced uh, it was the wrong side. Before we get <laughs> we, before we get out of here, I definitely want to talk a little bit about the, the Falcon a little bit more. Specifically about. Oh, yes. Specifically oh, sure, about yeah. how cool it was. Yes. I love I love the, the the Sabak games, both of them. I thought they yeah. handled that perfectly with the you know mm-hmm. the little card held card by Lando and and I just love their interaction where he's like, you oh, know, yeah. uh, when he introduces himself, even the little stuff like uh, Han Solo, well Han, no Han, because because Lando always calls him Han. Yeah, you know, he he's always, always so like he always Han. We can say with we still have time to save Han. Oh, it was great, <laughs> and the little hug move that that Han gives them when, when they're they're playing the last game. But and and then especially the I parts love it. when when Hans first walks into the cockpit of the Falcon, not when he takes oh. over and flies, but when he just walks in and his eyes kind of light up, and he says yeah. like how his dad, you know, built these ships, you know, YT, you know, and it's just all those little oh. bits. They were just so like not overplayed and, and no, just it was so good they, and it then, was it, it was also cool when when um chewy takes when she gives chewy the seat oh that was like, just okay like, you go ahead dun, and, dun, and you're like dun, oh it was like oh. yeah and even though it wasn't you know harrison it ford and chewy or or whatever it worked it you was know? though it, like it, it worked it really did i mean the way they looked at each oh, other and worked it. The, it, it worked the controls and i love the line of like we better, you know, whatever he says, something like we need we need to transfer power to the to the rear deflectors or whatever thing. He, he, you know, that yes, was a line they've used before, right? And exactly line. And then Chewie goes click 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 click. You know, and it's like, hey, wait, wh- wh- you know how <laughs> you know how to fly these things or whatever. They just thought he was a dog. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like okay, bad Chewie, yeah. bad Chewie, sit Chewie. But yeah. but all that stuff, I love that. that all that stuff <laughs> to me was practically that. worth the movie on its own. Just oh, that, I and I think that, and you I know? think that's the thing with this movie, and that's why I really like this movie. And and the more I talk about it with different people, the more I like it. It's yeah. that all these little things, all these things that are very iconic and very important scenes, like when Beckett throws him the blaster, and that's his DL forty four. That's like Han and Solo's blaster. blaster. Yeah, and they but have it, the great the great hero shots with him, and like it looks like Han Solo. Like that's yeah. Han Solo. But all I this, love but that. all these all these big things that happen, like that, and so Chewie sitting in the seat for the first time, and all this stuff, they just yes. happen. They're not like these big events. They're just no, things that happen. Just, and if you know organic. to look for them, 
Yeah, if you don't yeah. look for them, you're like that. This is a big moment, and this is a big moment. But they just happen. But yeah, and it and works it organically. Take away one in, way or the other. Yeah. I agree with that completely, and I think that is a lot of Ron Howard. Honestly, I think Ron Howard gets something, and I hope that that you know, I mean, I hope that that's yeah. I think with a more heavy-handed director or or these other guys that were there, I don't think they yeah. could have been as is sort of like like Isn't smooth yeah. and subtle and and don't overdo it. You know, just kind of walk in and look around. You know, like that kind of stuff. It, it was just super well done, and and I and I loved all that little bit. Yeah, and it like always that. makes me laugh because people talk about Ron Howard, and they're like, "Well, Ron Howard is like a technician, and if you need a dependable director that isn't going to do anything too flashy and isn't going to do anything too great, you call Ron Howard, and he comes in and does the job." Like, I don't know. That's sort of like. I don't think that's true. Yeah, no, I think he is. Yeah. I definitely think yeah. he is a craftsman. I mean, he's a craftsman. He knows what he's doing, but he can. He knows. He understands what this means. To and people. I think he knows how to how, what works. Being an actor too, I think yeah. he knows. He knows like you know how how to how far to go with a scene or how to play it and all that kind of stuff. No, I think. And I think you know, Joe. To your point, I think he's he's done it for a long time, and and I feel that this movie shows like. Not that he was bad to begin with, or any by any means. I mean, I, I enjoyed you know pretty much every movie that that he's directed that I've seen that he's done. But I think mm-hmm. at this stage, I think he's much he's much more than a craftsman now. I think yeah. there, there's oh, a lot of no, style I mean, I think and there's art. Both yeah. obviously, I agree. I yeah, agree I think he's come. You know, not I don't mean to say like he's come a long way, like he was crap at the beginning, but I just mean I think his experience. Well, he's matured. Yeah, like, his experience yeah. shows in this in this movie a lot of the way they handled it. I I, I I think they should have realized. I think the you know shame on the people who do the you know who hired the other guys a little bit. But I think I think this movie needed a deft hand is the is the best way I mm-hmm. can say it. And I think yeah. they I think they completely missed the mark when you know they they needed a Ron Howard kind of guy from the mm-hmm. beginning on this kind of movie. It's obvious. You need yeah, a guy they walk. With, they walk a very yeah. fine line in this movie. This isn't the, a movie to experiment with. You're messing with Han Solo here, right? So, so you, if yep. you want to go and experiment and do a, a, a Star Wars movie <laughs> set like a thousand years in the past with the Old Republic, where you can do something completely with characters we've never seen, places we've never seen. Yeah, fine. Agreed. Hire hire some you know oddball Weird guys enough. to give you something a little bit weird or different, but um, but not this movie. Right. Not yeah. not that that's Agreed. not a bad that's not a good idea. So uh, but all the Falcon stuff, though, in the Kessel run, it was yes. just oh, I, I, it, all that part. Uh, I will have to say I wanted to mention that one of the things that that Jen brought up towards the end of your stack show that I, I did want to mention, because I kind of agreed with her a little bit, I, I guess for the last couple of minutes, let's just talk <laughs> about anything that maybe kind of bothered us again. Ninety five percent of or, you know, I keep using percentages, but. Um, I, I really, I think we all enjoyed this movie a lot. I don't want to nitpick too much, but the, um, the one thing that I did, I, I will say, although I, I, I'm going to get the soundtrack and listen to it, but I, I do miss not hearing a little bit more, you know, the, the, the start of the, you know, some, let's say more Star Wars like familiar music. It, it it was it was weird when they were in the, um, Kessel run and they were fighting off the TIE fighter thing and all that, that, Oh, 
you're just pulling out like a, a track from you know Empire Strikes Back. But, you know, like I'm like, no, but that's, it was, go, go, that is that okay. is track 15 on the soundtrack called Reminiscence Therapy, and that is the best track on the whole soundtrack. But, but, it's, have, but the point I, is, I it was seen opinion about that out of place at that time almost because you hadn't heard a lot of that kind of stuff. I liked it. I thought it was great and fun, but the, it, it kind of was. It felt like Han out of place. Solo's almost. theme has already been written. Like it is a thing that already exists, so that's what they based it on. Yeah, yeah, I, I realize as a theme. Yeah, I realize so that. I just would have liked what the movie theme was based on. So it's not like it's going to be all new and flashy and Ray's theme. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. Theme. I don't. I don't know if I had. Yeah, I don't think I had a major problem with the soundtrack. And I again, didn't. going going to listen to it, I thought and, and I didn't the first either. Track too on much. The soundtrack, I, just a yeah, little bit first, here and there. The first track on the soundtrack, "The Adventures of Han," is actually a new track that has that is composed by John Williams. The rest of it, and is John Williams, other... is better than all of us. So, <laughs> well, I, I did like that. I like it. That's, that's during the opening that of the movie, right? You're talking about Joe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would say that that's some of my favorite music in the movie. That part right there. So. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, the other thing I did agree with Jen on. <laughs> Poor Jen. She we. It sounds like she complains about things. But I agreed with Jen about the lack of, or like the too many new aliens. Like, why don't we just see some aliens that we've already seen? Uh, that's Star Wars. All the movies like. Where's the, the Gamorrean guards? The Where's the you know? Yeah. Like some, and it doesn't have to be all the same. Like we don't have to always have Romulans or whatever. And I know I'm crossing genres. I'm doing that. (laughs) And, you know, but, but some, something similar, you know, and it doesn't have to be the same guy, but just see, you know what I mean? Like there's a Wookiee. Even when you play, okay, yeah, there's there's a Wookiee and a what is, Darth Maul's is a brack, right? So uh, even when you yeah. play Kotor, you go around and you see other people that look like Yoda and look like people in the cantina, and you'll see them. But in all of these movies they keep making, it's like, oh, here's from. Uh, I have Omicron one answer for that. For that though, I have one answer for that. They have a big okay. budget, and they have a big budget, okay. and, and a bunch of people sitting there at tables drawing things. That that's right. actually, I, I really. I really think that's why, though. Truthfully, I don't think it's more oh, of like. I know you're right. They're I like, think that's Ooh, part of it, and and the other thing, the other thing to remember about that, you know, the cantina scene and all that is they went into like you know the prop room and got like the Wolfman mask. Like the, they, it's not like these iconic. Oh sure, right? Yes, Star they, they were kind of like, like, oh, what can we through to throw together here for <laughs> for that? Yeah, I I know. I and but I I do kind of feel like a few more floating around there would have been a little. You know, yeah, just like sprinkle, sprinkle them in or something here or there. <laughs> well, especially yeah. like in the um, the scene in uh, whatever the big party scene where the girls singing right. and the little guy in. Oh, the, that was cool. You know, the, the, they could have easily tossed a few. Like, who are the guys that are in the like what I call the NASA spacesuits, like in the cantina? Oh yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you know, like a couple of those guys walking by or whatever. Oh, the I think they're Duros, the blue guys with the red yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, it, yeah, I I kind of see what she's what Jen was saying. Yeah, about yeah. That. I mean, they could definitely have dropped some of those in. Just like they dropped a couple in of all these Klingons, a couple of Andorians. You know, there's a lot of exactly. Raiders of the Lost Ark references in this movie too. There's a crystal yeah, I heard skull. About that. Yeah, well, there, there's there's well, not um, only a crystal skull. There's a so, the golden idol from the Raiders movie on. On what's his name is Vross, Vross or whatever his name, the bad guy, Voss. Voss. I don't know why I want to give him more a longer name, but on his table, one of his tables in there, when there's a little scene with uh, with Chewie and Han in, in that in the party there, 
And there's a mm-hmm. go- well, the golden idol from you know that that Indy gets in the beginning. Of, oh, of throw me the idol, throw you the whip. Yeah, oh, it, okay, it's sitting cool. it's sitting right there. It's it's plain as it's pretty plain as day. It's a quick scene, but uh, but then of course the big the big Indy moment almost is uh, is when when he shoots Beckett, which I just said, yeah, that's the way Han should do it. That's like, the yeah, way exactly. Han. Well, be. it's it, it's like it's it's Han shooting first, and it is like yes. Indy and the sword guy. And, and he and he even said yes. Beckett says to him, "Well, you learned something, kid," or whatever line he says. You know, like he yeah. he, he like okay, yeah, I would have shot you, kid. Like in other words, they threw that in there to say like, look, Han was going to get yes. killed here if he didn't shoot this guy first. You know, yeah. figure it out. He, he he had been warned countless times throughout the movie to not trust anybody, trust this guy. And he did the right thing. He had his gun out, aimed at him as he came up over that little ridge line. And yeah. I'm like, I was sort of thinking when I saw it, I said, you know, you better shoot him. Just shoot him now. Yeah, just shoot him. You know, basically. Especially don't trust the guy that's telling you that you shouldn't trust anybody. <laughs> well, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it, and, it, and it worked. I mean, it, it made perfect sense. The guy the guy had already basically double-crossed him. And, you know, he he's there with his, you know taking you know trying to take all this stuff away and he's got chewy and it's like what are you gonna do what what's your choice so uh it's not the old west where they're gonna both walk 20 paces and draw at the same time so uh no that that part was totally han and i thought that yeah that oh i well. agree anything uh anything else you guys, uh, guys wanted to comment about uh, any no, other little things my you... guys just came back from the movie oh they did oh okay yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean the only the only thing What'd i, I... oh yeah What'd y'all think? Come here, Russell. Do we get Russell. a do we get a thumbs up? What'd you think? Did you like the movie? Yes. Say something else about it. It was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Angela. That's, that's it. That's oh, your boy. Uh, Russell thinks that it had plot holes, so I'll talk to him about Ooh, that later. Plot holes. Well, yeah, you have to. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to follow up on that in the future. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes, I will. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. That's very good. <laughs> Good job, Russell. <laughs> yeah, the one last thing I want to say about it is that, you know, we talked about how there's really no no Jedi, no Force. And really, outside of, you know, the one, the run-in with the Star Destroyer and, you know, the, a little bit on Corellia, there's also no Empire in this no movie. No Empire, really. Yeah. No, no, oh, it's a right. crime, you know, crime thing. Right, they're just talked about a little bit, you know. It's I, a Dickens I, novel. Yeah, and and the way that they portrayed the empire, I thought was less, like especially on Corellia. I think we talked about this on on the Star Wars Stacks episode. Uh, is you know we never really get to see in any of the other movies how like the world or like you know the yeah, greater galaxy like yeah. yeah. So this is how people interact with like we always see oh it's the rebels so obviously you know they're outlaws or you know in the prequels it's the upper echelons of the government and the Jedi Council like it's all this very like. Yeah. auspicious like highfalutin stuff whereas here it's just like yeah these are how crappy people live and they get you know rifle yeah. butts in their faces if they don't have yep. their papers on them yeah it showed really yeah. how the empire basically like like the line that that han says when they're down in the mud there where where the 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 commander guy is saying something like you know we got to keep the insurgents down or i don't know what word he uses he says well, we're actually, you know, Han says something like, well, we're, we're the insurgents. This is their planet. He says something There's like that. There's also a know. Futurama episode about that. <laughs> Sorry. But I, I like the fact that, 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 yeah, that they showed like, you know, this is, yeah. you got to get rid of this empire. They're not, they're not good people. Yeah, they're not good guys. <laughs> yeah. You got to mm-hmm. get rid Peace. of them. 
yeah. peace through any means possible. Okay. Right, exactly. Anyway. Join the Empire. Dun, 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 dun. You know. <laughs> Okay. I love the fact All that right. they threw in the little Vader theme that 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 was the Empire's like music, you know, on their their little on their ad. anthem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, this has been great. I, I, I we we Thanks, we guys. talked. Uh, I think a lot in in a, in a unique, different way than than some of the other shows. I hope and uh, yeah. and everyone should go out and see the solo movie because it's a lot of fun and, and it is it is great. Forget this Rotten Tomatoes. Cool. Forget all that. Oh, uh, never yeah. listen to Rotten Tomatoes anyway. Always, I say, I go like... go make up your own mind, you know. <laughs> I kind of like the Joe, Rico, and Angela show. That's pretty I do, cool. I do. I think we're going to... I think we have the, I think we have we the beginnings the... of another podcast here. Yeah. Awesome. Stack spinoff, <laughs> Stack 2.0. Yeah, the movie review show or whatever. Or or we, we should be the under... Oh, we'll call it the underdog movie show. Like, in other words... Uh, underappreciated gems like you know that movies that come out and we say like I you know that. really that's a good movie I don't know what's wrong with you people but uh, <laughs> but like John Carter that movie from like whatever nine years ago that's a good movie it made no money but go see that movie and the Valerian movie too there well, um, you know we should go we should uh, yeah we should do a Star Trek episode with you yeah we should we definitely should yeah. so all I right would, well i would totally do that well okay. thanks thanks both of you and and definitely check out star wars stacks with with uh the usual star wars stacks crew not the 2.0 version like here but but with <laughs> uh with joe and, and chris and jen and then of course and the anomaly anomaly podcast with with angela and jen so thank you Woo-hoo. both very much and now i want to go see the movie again I'm yeah. trying to get my uh, older son to go see it this weekend. They were out of town when it when it came out last week, and I'm trying to see if he's got some time to to go this weekend to see it. So, uh, well, you better tell him from from my recent experience. Uh, he's not going to have a lot of time to go see movies, so he better. Uh, oh, because of the baby coming thing. Yeah, yeah. So he better get get on that now. <laughs> well, you know what they did here. Uh, one one quick little thing. They they you know his wife uh, Marcy and is is uh, obviously with child, and they're they're due in August. And uh, they went over Memorial Day weekend. They took a little uh, trip for a few days to New York. They wanted to go to New York, go on little sightseeing things, and you know she's. Angela knows she's she's been pregnant a couple of times, so she's at whatever it is. She's got two months left, three and a half, or whatever. She's at the point basically right now she can still you know go on long walks, and it's not too tiring for her. So it was a time to. Mm-hmm. So basically, like you're saying, Joe, yeah, like okay, we got to go see New York. Let's do that now before you know the baby comes. Like yeah, so it's yep. funny. Fran and I also went to New York when Fran was fairly pregnant. Oh, that's we funny. Had a really, that's interesting. We had a really great, yeah, we had a really great time, but we visited every Starbucks in New York. <laughs> oh, did you? Did you? Because there, some of there, them there are were, across the street from each other. Yeah, there there were a lot of bathroom breaks. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, well, they, they went on a, like a pizza tour one night and, and stuff like that. They went to a ball game and went to Ellis Island and uh, but yeah, but uh, you're you're right though. I, I I should use that and say, well, you're not you know you're not going to have any more time when the baby comes. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, thanks for, both at least of for you. A little while. Thanks yeah. a lot. Uh, have Thank a good night. Uh, I'll uh, get this up over the weekend, folks. And uh, you've been listening to Treks in Sci-Fi with uh, Rico and Angela and Joe. Bye. 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 Thank you. All right. Go talk to uh, go talk to Russell about those plot holes, Angela. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I want to find I'll out. Let- I will let y'all know. I will let y'all know. All okay. Right. Bye. Bye, you guys. <laughs> Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye.
Life forms, scanning for life forms. That's <laughs> what I always think about when I uh, think about uh, think about little boops and beeps, boops and beeps. Ah, yes, the life forms. This has been a Rico Dusty podcast production.